Hey, this is Jim from Healthy Builds. If you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should listen to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend, Scott Ferguson. Hey, 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 Time to Shine Today, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and we are... uh I recorded this podcast with my friend James Sweeney back in March 17th, and we were just starting to roll into a lockdown of our pandemic here with the COVID virus. And Jim shares some solid, solid knowledge nuggets about how the body works with bacteria and how his product can help kill 99.9% of the bacteria that's going on out there, how we need to be a lot more concerned with air quality around here because a lot of the diseases they start there so jim is with a company called home builds and he's out of jupiter florida kind of a neighbor here of mine and he's going to drop some serious knowledge nuggets on you especially kind of this time of uncertainty and hopefully we're kind of moving out of this covid uh, situation but he's going to educate you and i encourage you to listen to the whole interview sit back Relax, take some notes, because here is my friend, James Sweeney. Hey, hey, time to shine, squad. It's Scott Ferguson here, and I am super privileged to be able to have a conversation that's going to really blow your mind, especially with all this COVID slash coronavirus that's going around and kind of haunting our days uh, as we live to uh, be a little bit more educated about what is going on in our environment, in our world. I'm having Jim Sweeney on from Healthy Builds. He is a partner of mine in a group called the Veterans Professional Network here in South Florida. And it's never a better time to bring on Jim. He is a retired military officer with significant Uh, deployments overseas, even in Africa. Uh, After retiring, he started working with a series of products. They they turned into a unique program that keeps homes and offices biologically clean. He's an experienced owner with demonstrated history working in the international trade and develop industry, skilled in crisis management, intelligence analysis, operations management, analytical skills, and a government master's degree in international relations and a business degree from the University of Nebraska. Wow, that is some serious credentials. And Jim, welcome to the Time to Shine Today squad. And if you could introduce yourself and first tell us your favorite color and why. My name is Jim Sweeney. Uh, I think that intro is pretty special, but that and three bucks to get you a cup of coffee. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say blue is my favorite color. Why is that? I don't know. My mom's. Okay. And we live here in South Florida, which, you know, full disclosure, peeps, you know, we're we're kind of neighbors here in South Florida, me and Jim. So we've got that ocean, you know, it's kind of keeps us and keeps us centered, which is fantastic. But Jim, give me a little bit of origin of your story. Let, let's talk a little bit about, you know, how you got to where you're at there with Healthy Builds right now. Um, while working in Africa, I knew I would, uh, that was going to be some, some of my last work in the military. So I turned around and uh, started looking at uh, products that you could take back into Africa that were economical and that would make a difference. So as I came back, I started that process and some of the products that I ran into 
are tied to our healthy build. Some of them aren't. But uh, the first one that I ran into was this molecule that basically you can attach to a surface and it keeps that surface germ-free. Um, that was, I saw as a real edge in Africa because when you go to a hospital in Africa, your whole family has to show up. Uh, they sit outside in the dirt and cook your food. They have to bring you water. Uh, it's a completely different experience than anything in the U.S. And the smallest things can make a difference. So the ability to go in and, and fog out a hospital and make those surfaces germ-free, and it, it's persistent cleaning. It's not like a disinfectant. It's also not like a poison, so there's no off-gassing, none of this. I didn't know that at the time. Okay. As I learned about it, I did. So my thought process was it was a great way to extend the brand of the United States with the U.S. product. Uh, since then, I've gotten much more into it, and we've taken it to another level. So what was the aha moment that said, okay, this is what I want to do is serve people, keep them safe, keep them clean, especially in this literally right now in this day and age where right now as we record this it's st patrick's day march 17th and there's quarantining going on and you know there's curfews and everything else it's just crazy but what was that aha moment that got you to say all right i, I want to make a difference with a product um after i retired i started up in business and uh my partners were more interested in money than i was and uh I was really much more interested in, in making a difference. And uh, they made the decision to do roads because there was a lot of money in road construction. And I made the decision to split off and work uh, hospital hygiene, just general hygiene, because I saw it as a lifesaver or a life extender. And uh, I thought that was something I could you know, wrap the last bits of my life around. So you had this product in Africa first? So I, when I was in Africa, I got to experience it. And when I came back and retired in the U.S., I started looking at U.S.-based technologies that could help Africa. This was one of the very first ones I found. Okay, and was there any obstacles of getting – did you develop in Africa and bring it here? Or you had the ideas in Africa and brought them to the United States and developed it in the States? So I was, while in Africa, I worked as an attache and I saw what the different levels of poverty were, where the successes were, how things really worked, and then came back to the States to look for stuff that would work. I'll give you a good example. They have a trade show in D.C. every year that I go to, and they're, they bring out all these products that they think are great for Africa. Well, I normally walk through there and I might find one. It really is. So in Africa, a guy comes out and he buys a bottle of aspirin, but you come up and buy one aspirin at a time and he basically puts it in your hand and you pay him for an aspirin and that's his business. So you have to retool your thinking. I've got, they got all these companies with reverse osmosis. One of the things that we're going to do shortly is our molecule just got uh, direct food contact. So there's a way to take sand and rocks and mm -hmm. build a water filter. So what you do is the very bottom, you get a big, say, 55-gallon drum, 
and at the bottom of it you've got bigger rocks and then you get finer sand mid mid-grade sand and then it goes to real fine sand on the top you pour water in it and you put a pipe at the bottom so the pressure pushes it out you run that for two weeks it grows a biofilm on the top which will get parasites so it we, catches it like a filter in a sense yes it's absolutely a filter it's an old school I was going to say, that sounds like something you might have did when we were kids, like maybe in the scouts or something that we did where we'd filter water almost in a sense to make it drinkable. It gets it about at 90%. So when we put our molecule on it, it's, it's right at that 99.99%. But that's the kind of technology that works. And, and part of it is you got to build it into a business, something they recognize. I found that when I did projects over there, I, I had buy-in. I didn't just give things away because people don't respect something they didn't work for. When you work for it, you respect it. All right. So you're, you, the, tell us about your operation at Home Builds. Who, who's there? Who works with you? Who are you, do you strategically align with? Um, we're, we work with our company. is a small company. We've got about four people in it uh, locally, this one. Uh, we picked up some former teachers, educators. Uh, my partner used to make the molecule. That's how I met him. He, okay. He sold the company, and now we're just an application. And uh, what do you mean by just an application? Well, we're, we're no longer manufacturing the molecule directly. He sold it. Okay. So gotcha. right now, what we're doing is um, we're over the next two weeks. I've got appointments at three hospitals three hospitals and a major gym in uh up in georgia okay um we are today i leave for new rochelle we're going to go up there and help the school district that got hit with the uh covid okay so we've already got product moving in there uh we're going up to uh, uh they're bringing people in and we're going to educate on how to use all the stuff and from there we're going up to wisconsin to help we're meeting with Mayo, people from the Mayo, from a, a series of government locations. And we're going to talk about how to clean the air. It's an airborne virus, how to uh, treat these surfaces, how to maintain your hands. So you hear them on TV now telling you, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Sure. When we put it on our hands, we've got data that shows one, one application will keep hands clean for 24 hours. Wow. And how much percentage of the germs or whatnot does it actually kill? Because nothing really kills 100%, right? But like, right. is there, like, what what percentage do you believe that your application would? It's would log destroy? reduction. If if we look at it with the hand sanitizer label uh, for bacteria, it's right around 99.99. Wow, that's strong, guys. You hear that? So, is this a is your product available to the public, or is it mainly to uh, like businesses, like you're going up to New Rochelle, you're going to help places that are stricken. Like, can people access your product? Well, we're, we don't have it right now out um, for sale anywhere. Okay. Got one company that we're selling to that uh, they've got a private label with us, and I think they're trying to take it into various drugstores. Okay. Uh, but what we do, what we're doing with it right now is uh, we build it into our home package. We come in and treat the home to get hand sanitizer. We can actually treat your clothing through a laundry additive. Wow. 
when I took the troop, I when I tested this ten years ago, I took a Boy Scout troop to, out to scout camp, and I treated my uniform. Okay. And at the end of the, I wore it every day. I sweat through it about two, three times a day. And when I came back, the clothing never got washed, but it didn't stink. Really? Um, you wow. Can, you can have your gym clothes for it. It'll if you're really oily, it'll cover up the molecule after about a week or two. It'll sure. Stink. But the odor is from bacteria. It's not from sweat. Okay. So and we remove that bacteria. So it's obviously you wouldn't be able to put this out to the, the companies or even the public, but it's all 100% safe for skin touch? Yes. Okay. So our, if you turn around and look at, uh, we're an approved inert ingredient for any hand sanitizer with, uh, offer it with, it, with an FDA label. So gotcha. they've already blessed it. Our technology has a direct food contact uh, piece that's granted by the FDA and the EPA, which is pretty unusual. Okay. We have the mildest possible label Irritant. in the market. Right. So we got a 40 year history and okay. no issues. Wow. Wow. So is there any, it's the easiest way to say this. Is there any bureaucratic pushback on any of your products? Like, is there any people out there that are like, no, you know, so now we're in a pandemic or whatever that word is where people are like, yes, bring whatever is going to help. But, you know, is there any pushback when we're in milder times, if you will? I think there, I think there is because there's uh, there's always that um, uh, we've gone into hospitals before and they'll ask you to test on a specific bug and then they want to test on a variant of the bug. So if I'm testing, a, you know, if I test one, it, right. it runs me a couple thousand bucks and then you do it and, and they'll sit there and have you test an arsenal and, and they'll never buy it. Really? And it costs you a G. Yeah. Right. There Big you go. Fat gorilla for them to say no. If That's crazy. If you don't uh, make a decision, you never get fired. I don't know. I think big bureaucracies always it, turning the ship takes a while, but sure. Your average human is the old pig pen commercial. We're shedding somewhere between 40 and 45 million bacteria and fungus an hour. So you kind wow. Of that. Wow. So when you clean with a disinfectant, it only works when it's wet. And if you use it right, you're normally wet in the surface for 10 minutes. So if you disinfected once a day, mm -hmm. the other 23 hours and 50 minutes, Mm -hmm. All those surfaces are loading with biology. When right. You go to a hotel room. Within mm -hmm. about six hours, your shedding of your biology will overcome whoever's biology was in there. Right. Okay. So it's uh, most people don't see our, you know, we don't see ourselves as a pig pen, but if, when we come into a house and we turn on a laser particle counter for the client to look at it and they see, particle counts at 400 500,000 particles per cubic foot right they tend to go but there's all kinds of yuck in the air yeah and it, there's yuck in it it's just so crazy the 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 chemistry and that the what happens with just like you said like when you go into a hotel room it's like your body kind of starts taking over what was there before but also like what's really weird and, and I'm not 
digressing too much here, but I'm just trying to explain how things kind of work. Like you have a married couple that stays married for 20, 30, 40 years. They almost start to look like each other, you know, because of the chemical reaction between the two that is like, they're always, you know, on each other for lack of a better term, you know, they're around each other. So that, that what you're saying, it, it just makes, you know, perfect sense on, on what, what, how, how your product can work to destroy what doesn't need to be there. So what is your take without getting political or anything on our situation right now with the COVID-19 or the coronavirus? Like what, what, what's your take on it right now? I, I we've got a, We've got a partner, uh, Dr. Gideon Wolfart, who's a head of uh, biofilms research up at Ryerson University. And Gideon has always told us that sometime in our lifetime, there is going to be a major, major event that will be similar to like that 1918. I don't think that's what this is. Uh, I think they've approached it right. They shut things down as soon as it happened. I think China did the China thing where they don't tell everybody because there was a there was a close article that came out in January and it was talking about this novel coronavirus infection. Well, to get through close, you know, it's a high end science piece to get through that. You know that didn't just happen that week, and they they reported for the first time on the last day of December. Mm-hmm. So when you go back into that, that's way back in October and November. Yeah, and they I hear about it. I hear there's journalists missing and stuff that wanted to put it out back then. <laughs> Again, I don't want to digress into any of the stories, and it's just funny about the whole toilet paper thing with it being a respiratory, you know. Uh, infection. But then I, I said, or I, I was talking to a hedge fund manager, a friend of mine from Detroit, um, about that. He's like, you know, Scott, we're pointing our finger so much at China, and maybe rightfully so, but they do like 90% of the packaging for toilet paper. So we're getting, I guess that's, it. I think that maybe people are buying it really for that maybe why, because it's funny, we make the toilet paper here or Canada or somewhere, and they ship it <laughs> to get packaged by Charmin and Northern, and they ship it back. So they, he's like, Scott, that might be what it is. We're pointing at it so much, they could just say, F you, we're not going to ship your stuff, and then we'd be really using our hands for everything. <laughs> they've, had, they've, they've had threats. You know, they just came out with threats in terms of not providing uh, antibiotics and needs. They haven't heard that. It. Yeah. Done it, but they uh, they had a one of their government officials come up publicly and say that. So you wow. never know what's going to happen. I'm certain that what's going to what's going to occur from this is one of the guys on our team is a, a pharmacist, and he's been squawking about this in my ear for years. Is that we're too dependent on China, and and right now I think there's like a hundred plus drugs that are in shortage in the U.S. Wow. Um, because they're made over there. Because they're made over there. Yep. Wow. It, and hopefully we'll start picking up the game and start making some stuff here, but that's for another conversation. Um, so what is your definition of a life well-lived, Jim? Uh, you know, I, I think if you can uh, turn around and look in the mirror and, and uh, see your, on the other side when you, you greet your maker and your parents, Mm-hmm. 
and they give you a thumbs up. That's it, huh? That's it. You're serving so many people with what you do, and it's just amazing. You're doing it so quietly. You're, you're kicking ass, but you're still doing things so quietly. Jim, what would the, the Jim of now go back and tell – if you can go back in time or write a letter to the younger Jim, say the 25-year-old Jim, what would you tell him? You've experienced a lot. We haven't even – we're leaving a lot of the military stuff off the table, but, I mean, you're, you're an officer in the Army, and you, you've seen some stuff, like, like myself. So, but what would you go back – and tell the 25-year-old Jim, I think with I'd, your experience now. I think I would go back and say, you know, you've got two ears. Listen more than you talk. That is a – did you hear that, squad? Listen more. I always say two – what would we say? I, I even said in a podcast, uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason. That's why I'm my, – not my mom, but a friend of mine's mom used to tell him that. I don't give my mom credit for that, even though she did have some great uh, – Great sayings. So, Jim, let's leave our cell phone out of the equation. What are three things? It could be a people, place, or thing, a noun. Three nouns that you cannot live without. A pool. <laughs> uh, Nebraska football. Ah, Husker, okay. Uh, a good steak dinner. Oh, I mean, we can. We have to definitely hang out now. <laughs> Awesome. So with your, with your profession, you're answering a lot of questions, obviously, but is there one question that you wish somebody would ask, but they never do? Absolutely. Uh, and I think that question is, it relates to the air and we are at a point where I don't know if you recall the Ebola virus where you've got folks out there in PEPFAR and they're telling you it's not airborne. But if you read the studies coming back after that two years after mm -hmm. it, right. they showed that both the West, the Western version and the Zaire version of Ebola stay, stay viable in the air for 90 minutes. Let's oh, wow. In the air for 90 um, All particles, 0.3 micron in size and below, can stay suspended in the air almost indefinitely because they're under Brownian motion. They don't have enough mass to really have gravity affect them. So the, the government really hasn't taken note of that and they always try to tamp it down. But you know, how many people sit on a plane and there's a guy eight rows back gagging and you're going, Oh no, I'm about to get sick. Yeah. Yeah. We all intuitively know it. Right. Uh, but they think that, the population is going to panic, go run their head into a wall. And I don't know. What. So you're at, you're thinking that you wish more people really asked you about air quality. Absolutely. Okay. You know, that's, that's fair enough. Jim, we're going to move into our leveling up lightning round. Okay. Uh, there's four or five questions I'm going to ask you and I could talk for 15, 20 minutes on each one of them, but we're going to limit you to seven seconds max. No more. All right, brother. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> All right. What is the best leveling up advice you've ever received? PT. Love it. Exercise. There you go. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. I exercise almost every day. Beautiful. Yeah, you're, you're pretty well put together. I get to see Jim, you know, uh, you know once a month minimum, and he's, he's pretty well put together. Um, 
recommend a good book that you'd like to go to if you're just, let's say a motivational book if, or, or one that you really enjoyed that you'd like to go back to? I think I'd probably go back to that Hobbit series. I've read it to my kids so many times. And <laughs> Love I it. Like, I like the story. We watched the movies. We've read the books. Together. That's awesome. There's actually really good lessons in The Hobbit. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, what's your favorite charity or organization that you support? Um, Soft Warrior Foundation. Love it. And last question, the best decade of music, 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Oh, I'm going to have to go with the 90s. Okay. Wow. All right. Very cool. So tell us where we can find you, Jim. I'm going to have all this in the show notes, by the way, squad. So make sure you go down there and get educated. We're at uh, healthybuilds2.com. Uh, Is that uh, T-O-O? No, no, the number two. Healthybuilds, okay. all one word, two.com. Okay. And uh, we can help with asthma, allergies, pregnancy, diabetes. Uh, if you're worried about COVID, we can help with that. But we can make your, we're that intersection of environment and health. And we can do it in your home, your office, and we can make you safer and your family safer. And who is your perfect referral? You know, it. That's the thing is, is it a, impacts everybody what sure. we found is when we go in and do one they refer us two three four times gotcha we almost don't have to love advertise. it gotcha okay squad i just wanted like I, I have a whole sheet of notes here speaking with my good friend jim and we always are wanting to say here at time to shine today that we want to surround ourselves with people that stay humble yet stay hungry they're always top vibing they level up their health. They level up their wealth. And Jim, you're the epitome of that, my friend. And you're part of our squad now. And we appreciate you coming on and spilling some solid, solid knowledge nuggets about keeping us healthy. Okay? You're welcome. Awesome. Take care now. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561 561- and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.